you can kind of imagine that if you were alone, completely alone by yourself, you might go crazy. Um, Hello everybody, my name is Adam Cross. I'm an associate marriage and family therapist out in Southern California. I'm also a full-time youth minister, and today I want to talk about the psychology of community. So when we think about community, um, we might have a lot of different things that pop into our heads. Um, for me, I think a lot about church, right? A church community. But backing up a second, I think um, if anybody's ever seen Castaway with Tom Hanks, you can kind of imagine that if you were alone, completely alone by yourself, you might go crazy. You know, Tom Hanks and Castaway, his character is trapped on this island, and his best friend is a volleyball, right? With a handprint on it. Without community, we can go crazy. And I think that's different than just being um, by oneself, right? There's a difference between being really alone and lonely, which is a different topic, but we as human beings are made for community. And I'm not just talking about in like a theological sense or in the sense of the church. I'm talking about like biologically, we need intimacy with other people. Babies at orphanages um, who aren't held, right, who don't have that physical intimacy, they can actually die a lot quicker um, or they're more susceptible to diseases, disorders, or their, their prefrontal lobes don't develop as fully as they should. So when as, when as humans, we don't have that intimacy, we, we ultimately die, right? Because we are made for relationships. And this is the theological part of it, is that God himself is relationship. God isn't just one person like hanging out in heaven by himself, like I'm so great, I'm loving myself, because that would be a selfish love, right? But God is three persons, right? The Trinity is three persons, one divine nature, right? God the Father loves the Son so much, not himself, right? The Son loves the Father so much, not himself. And that love is so perfect, right? So powerful that it is itself its own person, right? That love is the Holy Spirit. God is the definition of perfect relationship. And we are made in the image and likeness of God. And so we are made for relationships. We're made for community. And you think, you know, we reflect God in that way of, you know, a man loves a woman, right, selflessly. And, and a woman loves a man selflessly. And that love produces a child. A lot of times community can be hard. Because if we kind of go back to that idea of, you know, what pops into my head when I think about community? Well, I think about church. I think about awkward social gatherings and young adult events, but I think community is also a group of people with the same goals, the same missions that support each other and build each other up, right? That's why you have community of the church, right? This body of Christ is so intertwined and so um, essential to the goal of the church. The Catholic Church struggles when it comes to community, honestly. We're not as welcoming as, as Protestant um, brothers and sisters in communities, but it's so essential and it's so, um, so much a part of being in one community, receiving the Eucharist and, and being one, not just with Jesus, but the entire body of Christ, right? So we are made for community and community is scary. It's awkward. 
it can be uncomfortable, but at the same time, being uncomfortable can help us grow. In Proverbs, it says, you know, um, as iron sharpens iron, so another, uh, so a man sharpens another man, right? That means that when we're in community, we, when we exist in a church setting, right, in the body of Christ, we're going to bump up against people, but those people will make us better. They will help us get to heaven. Even the people who cause conflicts, even the people we don't agree with, ultimately at the end of the day, they can help us grow in virtue. Sometimes we need to be a little uncomfortable in order to grow. Uh, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI said, you know, the world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. When this comes to community, it means we are made for greatness. We're made to love with greatness other people. And it's going to look different, right, based on who they are, but it's still a call to love, even in the face of of whatever that is, right? To love our enemies, right? Because loving our friends is easy, right? But even butting heads in community can be a good thing. And real community, I think, requires a couple things. Like I said, it requires same goals, same mission, right? But sharing and, and helping support each other in that mission, right? Ultimately for us, it's to get to heaven, right? It's to live a life of virtue. Community helps us to to do that, right? Support one another, build each other up, not, not tear each other down, right? Community also helps us to be vulnerable. It helps us to break down those walls and even to let God in. Like that might be through someone else that, that we take down our walls or we take off our masks and we're vulnerable with other people. And that is scary. That is a scary thing because when we put ourselves all out there, we don't always know what the response is. But we know the response from God, right? and it's love, even if it's scary. Vulnerability helps us grow. So tearing down our walls with others brings us closer to God. It can bring healing. It can build strength. Right? It can be equipping us with the tools to live a better life, right? to share a part of ourselves right? is, is what we're called to do. So community helps us to be accountable. It helps us to make goals. Right, to live a better life. And that's not just like an instant decision, but to have accountability. Like, how are you doing with this? You know, how, how are you progressing? How are you growing? What are you struggling with? How can I help you? Right, community is, is a place for accountability, to help you own your own stuff, to look at where you can grow, and then to have help doing it. Right? If we try to do stuff on our own, we set these goals like New Year's resolutions, they fail. Oftentimes, it's because we don't hold ourselves accountable. We don't have a plan. But community can help us to be accountable. It can help us to build that plan. It can help us to reach that end goal. Right? We can't do it alone. We can't get to heaven on our own. We're reflecting God in heaven who is community itself, who is relationship with itself. So we need others to get to heaven. That's just a fact. No man is an island. We can't expect to get to heaven on our own. We wouldn't have a church if it was just one person, right? We need the community of, of saints. We need the community of the body of Christ to help us to get to heaven, right? So community can be scary. It can be a place of discomfort, but community is a place to grow. Community is where we can step out of ourselves, we can serve others, we can love others. Um, and we can also learn boundaries in that process. So if you have any questions at all, 
about community, psychology, boundaries. I mean, we're going to go into a whole lot of these other topics, but I'd love to hear from you. If you can comment below. Um, also, if you can subscribe um, somewhere over here, there's a red button, um, and, and give this video a share. And if you have different um, ideas of community or experiences, I'd love to hear about them. Um, I know there's all sorts of differences when we're talking about ministry, community, friendship, um, which I'd love to go into more. And also boundaries are super important. Um, so I'd love to hear from you and hopefully we'll get to make some of these more videos soon. Thank you for watching and God bless.